0: This is Faith, and this is Anna, and this is Let's Just Go For One, a podcast about kind of normal women talking about kind of normal things. This is our dedication to all the good feels that come from just spending even just a half hour with your bestie. All topics include celebrities, to motherhood, to marriage, to divorce, to wellness, astrology, and the latest beauty trends. Whether you're at your desk, in your car working out, or just enjoying some alone time? Hey, Faith. Hey, Anna. Let's just go for one.
1: the balcony in summer air See the lights, see the party, the ball counts. See you make your way through the crowd and say hello Little did I know That you were Romeo, you were throwing pebbles And my daddy said stay away from Juliet.
2: Hey guys, oh, hey. this is
0: Faith. I don't know if you guys heard <laughs> that brand spanking new oh. <laughs> version of Love Story by Taylor Swift. Redone by Taylor Swift.
2: Well, we're we're going to like totally dive right into that right away. She released these songs that are the re-release of old songs. And mm. I was really excited because I actually liked the song Love Story. Right. And then I had Anna listen to it and I was like, if you can spot the difference.
0: It sounded like, first of all, we're violins in the first one. Yes. Oh, I okay. re-listened to the first one to make sure. The difference
2: is that <laughs> it's like a chime. And all I can picture is the <laughs> SNL skit where Christopher Walken comes in with the cowbell, <laughs> Will Ferrell comes in with the cowbell.
0: Cow- and it's like the whole
2: thing is the same, except the fucking cowbell. It's like she had a, a someone come in with like a triangle. Yeah, and it literally like, sounds like ding, a triangle. Ding, and it's just like, and that's it. And I was like, if you had the chance to do something over again and like you've matured,
0: that was like an earlier right. release for you. Yeah. You think you'd like change it or do it differently. And like Ryan Adams, when he redid sure. 1989, her album. Right, right, Totally right. different Like songs. change
2: it up, make it for a mature audience. She added the cowbell. So that's cool. Yeah. Yay, Taylor! Hey, this is Anna. I know. I was like, I said this is Faith, and then we never, we oh. never established. Oh, I didn't else. even hear you say yeah. that. Yeah, it's welcome okay. to. Let's just yeah. go for one.
0: <laughs> this is how we always start. So, if you're new to us, welcome. This is our norm.
2: Yeah. So, really blown away
0: by that brand spanking new <laughs> single from Taylor Swift. <laughs> mm. First of all, happy Valentine's Day.
2: Happy Valentine's and yes, happy belated Galentine's. Yes. <laughs> Happy Galentine Valentine's Day We actually celebrated Galentine's together already We did, not big deal so, Spoiler alert Yeah Um. Actually, so before we get into like all of our regular like scheduled segments We're um,
0: using air quotes on scheduled
2: Yeah, yeah, very big air quotes <laughs> I have so much Valentine's Galentine's Day stuff to talk about Well, it was really funny because like, I don't know, a month ago I was like oh valentine's is coming up which i like don't celebrate or like do anything with my husband like let me do a huge disclaimer valentine's is not a big deal for me and my husband i literally am like oh my god Valentine's day is coming up <laughs> and and for valentine's i'm like let me make sure i get the girls something let me make sure i get anna something mm-hmm. i get my boss something you know i try to like take care of my girlfriends and i was like oh yeah i gotta make sure like I'm all about that. And I think especially this year, cause like it's COVID. So we have nothing else going on. And right. I was like, Oh, I got to make sure I take care of my Galentines, you know? And then it was like two nights ago, I like looked at Dan and I was like, Oh shit. Um, are, are we exchanging? Cause like I, I, I didn't, I didn't get you anything. <laughs> like I'm like up wrapping gifts for my friends. And I was like, I, I, I didn't get, are we exchanging? He's like, well, we really need a new dishwasher. I'm like Done done you want to know what happy valentine's that's what's happening but and then dan was like what do you want me to get you something i said oh it's already coming in the mail i already wrote a card out to myself i'm gonna wrap it and dan's like oh my god really and i said honey like for just disclaimer again we do it to ourselves for Christmas. Why not also do it yeah. for Valentine's? I mean, I know exactly what I got and it's some really cool slippers and a new pink purse. And I oh, really wanted to, yeah. And I, I was mean, like, let's just I just made it up for out for myself. Oh my God, I don't like bad surprises. So, I mean, <laughs> so I just feel like Valentine's
0: just celebrating all the women, in, you know, that I'm around. So well, I am on board with you, my friend. Yeah, Um. first. Do we have a walk? Well, I think I have a walk of shame. I have a walk of shame as well. You go first. So first of all, we'd like to welcome all of our new Bravo
2: listeners because I think we actually have quite a few of them. So exciting. So, okay. I majorly got called out last week and I know this is why I got called out by a few people because I heavily defended Austin and I've been an Austin hater all season. Mm -hmm. And the reason I defended Austin is two things. I really hated how Madison has now come kind of like publicly showing a side to her that I'm not okay with. Mm -hmm. And I did not like how she came at him at the reunion with her children. I don't like how she made the comment about Kristen being a bad mom. Like I get real like defensive about that. And also just total disclaimer, um, we were messaging with Austin during that podcast with Larry, and there was a very good chance he was gonna be listening to that podcast. So you bet your damn ass I'm only gonna say good things about Austin.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, no, I get if that. If I think he's
2: listening, you better bet because all of you that are like, oh my god, you hate Austin. Blah, blah. If you were walking down the street in Charleston, saw Austin, you'd be like, I love you. Yeah, exactly. So we had a brush with like actual reality <laughs> stars listening to us last week. So you better bet your ass. I was the biggest clout chaser and 100
0: percent praised Austin. That. Wow. And I'm owning it. I mean, I do appreciate that. But <laughs> if we were ever in a reunion for Real Housewives, I would totally call you out on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. So. Okay, so kind of funny story about my walk of shame because I don't know if this part actually aired or not. What? Um at one point in the beginning, I went on and on about how Larry was our first guest since COVID, and he wasn't. We had Emily and we had Nick on. Oh. <laughs> and I thought about that. It was literally like 4 days later, I was I'm not even kidding you, washing my hair. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I said that. And we probably had someone else on, too, that I'm just not remembering right now. So I apologize if it was you. Um, But, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, that's so rude to Nick and Emily because they were totally on – but I yeah. mean it also helps
2: that Nick and Emily are two of the world's most beautiful people that were ever born on right? this earth so I'm pretty sure like they'll wipe yeah. their tears with their like they'll <laughs> with their happy beautiful faces and <laughs> families and they're fine <laughs> they're
0: fine yeah I don't they're think totally they're fine. like oh yeah I can't sleep because let's just go for one just through shade my way also I'm pretty confident that it actually was not on air
2: yeah also I don't think either of them listened to that episode but it's fine
0: <sighs> I mean they're lost that episode was hilarious and can we
2: talk about the fact that Heather gay not only listen to our podcast, but put a direct swipe up link. I don't even know how to do page. that. I wanted to respond to be like, "How do you do that? You can do that when you get to a certain level of like popularity
0: on Instagram, seriously, yeah, oh, are you kidding me, so it's not bad enough that <laughs> I have like not as many followers, but now, oh, you also can't use this technology either.
2: <laughs> I also think you, you can pay- I also think you can pay for it too oh, so I'm, just I'm FYI. that way i know it's fine. No. we have heather gay doing it for us yeah we thanks know. heather <laughs> we love you she's still the queen we'll oh, get god. we'll later get into our oh, salt lake city it, wrap up i mean
0: there's so much going on but yes yeah,
2: so thank you we um that <laughs> i was like literally riding on the biggest high
0: forever because of the yeah. heather gay shout out oh so, my god i, I know mean, yeah i know do you have uh, another walk of shame um no Okay. No, but my Fitbit just told me it's almost time for bed. (laughs) Oh, not tonight, Fitbit. Okay, (laughs) not
2: tonight. Well, speaking of, so I have a lot of Valentine's Day stuff. I know it sounds crazy. I don't know why I'm so into Valentine's Day because I I truly I'm not one of those like annoying, corny people that normally celebrate it, but. We're bored AF, so I'm celebrating it. All right, I'm here for it. And with everybody, so, yeah. you know, whatever. So, anyways, first of all, thank you for podcasting right now, and you're not watching to all the boys I've loved before, always and forever, whatever the long title is. Because I already watched it. Oh, okay, because I know that Noah Centineo is your cougar crush. Like,
0: Yeah, just came out, did another movie. That did not help. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but um, I, so... Craig and Austin, we're going back to Craig and Austin, Mm -hmm. just released their podcast episode with Kristen Cavallari. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, I had to listen because I had to get all the juicy scoop about what is actually going on. Mm -hmm. And what is so funny is I'm listening to Craig, who, by the way, so... um. Just so you guys know, Anna does not watch Southern Charms. So we were showing her pictures last week of the guys and Anna was like very much more drawn to Craig and said that would be like more her type. So I'm listening to Craig's podcast and he's talking about how he really didn't care about the Super Super Bowl last week. He Mm -hmm. was much more into the puppy bowl. And, and you know, he makes pillows, which I feel like is, like, up your alley. He has a February birthday. I'm
0: going to try to not be offended by that, but go ahead. <laughs> what? He like makes, makes pillows, pillows up your like,
2: alley. <laughs> up your, like, who wouldn't love a guy who makes pillows? Like, I, mean, I think that's amazing. Yeah, he has all these right. shirts that say, so cool, S-E-W. Ugh. I know. And he feels like confident enough to wear that which i think is amazing (laughs) but then like and i'm like listening to him i'm like god he really would make a good like couple like you know boyfriend material for you Mm -hmm. and then he tops it off and austin's like you know craig's such an old man at heart he's one of the only people i know that watches like network tv and craig is like listen My favorite show is on network TV, and I don't want to hear anything more about it. And Craig's like, yeah, what's that stupid show again? He's like, Superstore.
0: Oh, my God. It's the best show ever. So I'm
2: like, oh, my God. Anna and Craig need to be on a couch filled with his pillows watching Superstore together with their puppies. Oh, my. I mean, I could take the dogs out of the mix. No <laughs> offense to dogs, but just saying. And then I was like thinking more. And then for whatever reason, this went on to a whole tangent. I have a whole thing here. Oh, wow. And then I was like, if you don't <laughs> eventually date Craig, I was like, you know who Anna should marry? And I don't know why I thought this. Now I'm like reading these notes. I'm like, was I in the right frame of mind when I wrote this? But I was like, Anna should marry a postman. <laughs> what we have very good delivery postmen, mailmen in this neighborhood i don't know if you know that but like i've seen a few and they they're very good looking
0: oh i'm like very good <laughs> like they deliver your mail no like, like they're what like
2: very mean? good looking <laughs> like
0: attractive we have attractive <laughs> okay. postmen. i had no idea so then
2: i was like oh they don't
0: come to this side of the village <laughs>
2: okay well there are some and then i was looking and the other day I happened to be like outside and our, our postman like So you know that they drive on both the left and right side of their car. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like that is so, that has to be so hard to do to train yourself to be able to drive on both sides. And I was like, oh my God, well, if Anna ever dated a postman, they went to like Europe or like Italy, he could drive and they could drive around Europe and he'd be like an expert driver. This is
0: fascinating. This is where to my get a mind went inside of your mind right now.
2: And then I was like, oh my God. And then if she dated a postman, she could get all accurate delivery package
0: notifications. This is a lot of stuff is going. First of all, if I I love that you're calling them postmen because you're like a thousand years old. <laughs> Do you call them barmaids, too? Like, what the hell is that? Second of all, if I married a postman, Faith, he would certainly not date me if he was my actual postman. Because he'd be like, oh, there must be like some 90 year old lady living up in this house because there's a neck hammock being delivered and some bunion socks. (laughs) Like, come on. Let's be real. You'd be like, no.
2: Well, anyways, I think you should marry either Craig or Postman. Okay. Well, we've narrowed it down to two. Anyways, and I have a fun activity here. Ooh, tell me. In the spirit of Valentine's, because again, I mean, I love my husband. We... We
0: do little things. (laughs) Whenever it starts with, I love my husband, you know, it's going downhill. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) But when I hear all these stories about love and stuff to me, I'm like, I feel like I put just as much hard work into my friendships and my relationships and my partnerships as I do my marriage. And one of the biggest partnerships I feel like I have just made so much progress on is our podcast partnership and friendship. So I saw this thing and it was like, you had to fill it out and it was all like all here's our story. Uh-huh. So I printed it out for you and I, oh my and we're going to answer them Oh, like right now. I don't think I should do this with Dan. I feel like I should do this oh my with god,
0: you because I, I
2: saw the questions and when I saw them and I thought about Dan, <laughs> I was like, this is boring. And then when I saw them and thought about Anna, I was like, This is epic. So I was like, we should answer these on air. Oh my God. This is hilarious. Yeah. So if you guys have seen it on Facebook, people are like, I don't know. It's it's like a hundred fucking questions about you and your husband. Oh, this is double sided. Yeah. (laughs) This
0: is great. I'm super excited. We're
2: going to answer on air for our Valentine's day. I love this. Anna is the partner girlfriend. (laughs) Love. Oh, and if you guys haven't heard, we're hosting the golden globes. (gasps) Oh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. I know. In separate areas, though. But, you I know, know, they're going to make it But still, like, girl dream team. So, yeah. obviously, that's, like, who we, like, strive to be. Um, so, anyways, I figured <laughs> we would answer these questions. <laughs> I so, love this. <laughs> the first one, how would okay. you guys meet?
0: We met through our friend Katie. Katie. yeah, Katie
2: introduced us via Facebook Messenger because yeah. I was moving to the village of Hamburg. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't even know any South Towners. And she was like, oh Anna, God. Faith, Faith, Anna, here you go. You guys should meet. Yeah. So she's real. She's magic. Katie. Yes. First date. I think we went to the Grange, right? I, I literally think the only place we've ever eaten together is the Grange.
0: Yeah. Except for that one time we got a drink at Mother's. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And then before a tattoo, before a tattoo, that was yeah. locational. Yeah, yeah, we had to do that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think that is the only place we we have to stop. That. I think
2: we had breakfast at um, oh my goodness, Prima Oliva. Didn't we oh, have breakfast yeah. there once? Wait, I like <laughs> what?
0: What's the way he started saying Prima Oliva? Like you were about to pronounce like some kind of French cafe. <laughs> prima oliva <laughs> we did have breakfast there <laughs> oh god that's so funny okay At the yeah patisserie. no yeah. <laughs> here we go all right we had a croissant
2: <laughs> with a bone that listening to taylor Swift's new album so that sounds the same so great. okay okay uh, how long have you two been together I feel like well we first got introduced when I moved to the village which was 9 years ago. Oh my god, seriously? Yeah. So I feel like Yeah, cuz when did you run your
0: marathon?
2: I was 30. I was 30 when or 29 when I ran my marathon. Were we friends wow. then? I knew you then. Okay, yeah. So and I mean, you know my age now so that was eight years ago oh, it's in my age oh do
0: we i actually in the question coming up i, I was gonna say <laughs> we don't actually know
2: um, um okay. so yeah yeah we've been friends for probably nine years mm, yeah god that's
0: crazy yeah mm-hmm. huh. so that's pretty cool okay. married i mean we wish
2: but uh, we legally could be yes yes most, most important i am not but faith is. And I also plan Anna's second
0: marriage all the time yeah. in my head. It's so funny. I really do. I appreciate that. A difference. difference. <laughs> Again, we're not really sure. <laughs> Um, because I'm 41 and Faith is 30. Hmm, so Faith's <laughs> 30 French. It's yeah, it's hard to do that math. Um, ooh, who is interested first? Oh my ooh. god! Okay, so this is what I was trying
2: to think. So yes. I think we were friends. Like we became friends on Facebook, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this girl's like funny. Like she posts funny <laughs> statuses, and then I posted hair pictures, and I was like,
0: hmm, this girl like kind of does hair. And then I think I like we, how like, you just spoke from my mind. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's exactly how your mind yes. sounds too. Uh-huh. That <laughs> mm, 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 angsty, it's like an angsty valley girl. Mm. Huh? Uh- <laughs> and then I think we like had mutual friends that would see each other out at yeah. bars and stuff, and be like, "Hey, I know you. Oh my god, mm-hmm. you're the Anna on the yeah." Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> but I think
0: Again, before verbatim. we before we hung out first, I think you came to me for your hair. I think I did too. I came to get my hair done for my friend's wedding. Yes. So I think you came to me for hair. So I feel like. Who's- I totally made the first move then. You made the first move. No big
2: deal. But I thought you were so funny. And then when you asked me to do your hair, I was like super nervous because I was like, she's really funny.
0: Oh my God. And then you did like the most magical job on my hair. And I was like, oh, this is life changing now. <laughs> Forget it. Forget everything else I've ever known. <laughs> Who is taller? Obvi. Yeah. You no. Know. Faith is like four, eight. <laughs> I'm like She's typical not. Asian. She's height. <laughs> Ugh, most impatient. You. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's not even. It's it's you. It's 100%. This is like the rapid fire text messages when I'm like, I just I just went to go poop. Like, and I and missed, she missed 17. <laughs> yeah,
2: she was 17. Text messages. Uh, I was like, why are you
0: answering? Are we good? What's up? Hey, hey, you there. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> I've gotten better. I'm, I'm working on it. Oh my God, 100%. It. You're super aware of it now. Yeah, I'm very aware of and it. And you know what? It's all about communication. Because yes. I'm like, if I don't <laughs> answer you right away, it's not that I'm ignoring I feel like you. a lot of these are
2: me. Most sensitive. Um, um, <laughs> I don't know. That could go either way,
0: though. That
2: could go either way. I actually think that both of us might be sensitive, but both of us are very, very self-aware. Yeah. And always open to critique. So I yeah. feel like. We don't really I don't think either of us also say anything insensitive. Right. So we try know. not to We're be both dicks. emotional, but I don't think I mean oh, clearly I might be over
0: I might be more emotional.
2: I you might be more emotional and I'm more over analytical. Oh yeah. So you that could what? translate to sensitive. Yeah. If you wanted to like put that in a pretty little package. So both of us. That was a very <laughs> nice package you just did. Loudest. That's, That's a just- hard one. Is that me? Really? Oh, obvious me. You think that?
0: <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> this got me from the woman who just walked into my house and I thought that, like, somebody <laughs> fucking, like, What's rolled so down the stairs and <laughs> popped, like, a fucking firework on the way. <laughs> so, I'm going to go you. I'm going to go you. Um uh, I might be most stubborn. Most stubborn. You might, you might win that award. But I
2: also, again, will say your stubbornness never comes off as like stubborn. Like meh. Like (laughs) I picture like a kid putting their foot in the mud. I feel like most stubborn because you've worked really hard to know exact like, again, the self-awareness, you know, your boundaries and, you know, what you're OK with. And it takes a lot to move you out of those or into new bound or to touch your boundaries or push your boundaries yeah. And I seem to test all of them. Ah, but it's so I mean, this is why we're yeah, together. This is falls asleep first. I'm me. Really? Yeah, because you text me and I'm like, how the fuck was she awake? Because I work out every day at like 5.15. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm usually like out by like 9 just because I work out early. But like if we were to be like out on a weekend, I'm not oh, working out in the morning, it totally it would be, be Yeah, oh, It would flip the switch because sometimes yeah. you text me at like 10.21 at night and I'm like oh
0: my god, I'm in bed. Like what is happening? <laughs> is somebody dying? Why are you texting? It, and it's 21. always about Bravo. <laughs> it always is. And I'm like, oh, go to bed. Mm, I know. <laughs> you should tell me to do that because I should go to bed earlier. No, it's fine. Right. I mm. like it. Cooks better. Uh, oh, that's you. No, no, really. Percent. I was gonna say you cook healthier though, mm. and
2: you have a juice business, so I feel like no,
0: that does not involve cooking. I remember that one time I went to your house and we were just going to have mimosas and she fucking pulls out this like breakfast casserole. Oh, I just whipped this up. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't bring anything. I didn't know this was what was happening. No, it's 1000. I, I like you. to cook. Okay. Yes. And you do it so amazingly. Better morning person. Oh, than, uh, I don't know.
2: I wake up earlier, but I'm not a nice person. Mm hmm. So I don't neither am I. I don't I actually need like silence for a little while. Yeah. No, same. I don't think either of us are good morning people. No. I think we wake up in the morning obligatory because we're adults and it sucks, but yeah. Nobody like wakes up like like fucking um Whitney Rose and it's like and oh, the wake, I'm gonna put stretching.
0: my foot over my head and do some bed yoga. I'm awake now. Morning stretches. I'm awake now. I just the birds and the squirrels are gonna help oh me get God. changed into my robe. Ridiculous. Yeah. Nobody bends like that in the morning. Um, better driver, Anna. Uh yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you know every time someone's in my car with me, like if they're new, they
0: like get real judgy about me because of my driving. I tend to not be a backseat driver because I hate that. Like I hate it when people make comments about stuff. But also, (laughs) it's a little scary. I'm not going (laughs) to lie.
2: People are like, is this how you always drive? Are you okay today? Is something wrong? I'm like, what do you mean? Are you drunk? Lisa, (laughs) Lisa, my boss, cannot be in a car with me because she legit gets car sick. Oh, no. She actually cannot be in a car with me driving (laughs) ever. She gets very car sick. Oh, my God. Most competitive. I'm not competitive at all. Well, then I guess it would be me because you really are not competitive at all. No, I'm slightly competitive, but I don't feel like we're competitive with each other. Oh, God. No, I don't feel like the competition never enters the friendship. No. Yeah. So not not in this arena. Mm -mm. Don't take us down with your questions trying to get us to fight. Excuse me, internets. Yeah. (laughs) How dare you? Funniest. I mean, that's an obvious. That's like loudest. It's clearly Anna. Oh my God, you're
0: hilarious. But funniest, Anna.
2: Thank you, Anna. Anna all day, Anna. Your that's hashtags funny. alone, you could like literally <laughs> just put out a book of hashtags, <laughs> and probably not have to work twenty jobs. Maybe just maybe retire I should digiti, do that then, right? Because your hashtags are epic. Thank you. Who is more
0: social? You. You. Okay. So I know you say that I am the mayor. <laughs> But you literally are the mayor like. But it's funny. I
2: just feel like social in the way of like, I know a lot of people because I do hair. Yeah. Anna knows a lot of people because she has 18 jobs (laughs) and like we are socially very good and we can be in social situations. And but at the end of the day, we're both kind of secretly introverted homebodies. So I don't know.
0: It's so weird, right? Yeah, it is
2: weird. By the way. Oh,
0: they're called ambiverts. Yeah.
2: When you're now I sound like a vegetarian (laughs)
0: When you're both introverted (laughs) and extroverted. Okay. Well,
2: that's what we are. By the way, I wanted to tell you, I had a day like you usually do on Friday. So Dan is now working like 6am till 10pm every night because (sighs) of his new job. So last week, I had to like work a short day and then pick up this one, go here, pick up dinner, do this, go here, drop this one, go. To- she had to be a voice lesson. I had to take her to hockey. Then we had to pick her up. Then I had to get her a car ride home. It was awful. I was like, <laughs> I would rather wor- come to the salon at 9am, leave the salon at 11pm. Because I knew do you one, have one
0: thing to long
2: do. day all day then have to do the bullshit that I just had to. And I was like, this is Anna's life every day. Again, I'm a marathoner. You're a triathloner. Yeah. Oh my God. I literally hated life. I was like, "I, I would rather, I would rather work until my
0: fingers are bleeding than to do this again. <laughs> and FYI. you know what? I just want to say that it comes with the side of, oh my God, am I driving to the right place? Yeah. Or, oh my God, where's my kid?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's,
0: it's been word. terrible I can't do the morning and the night yeah
2: who is a neat freak yeah. that might be me yeah it's you. that might
0: be oh, yeah. crazy no it's you yeah there's nothing wrong with that by the I way I feel
2: like this was like really dated because I feel like the word freak is not socially acceptable number one it's fine yeah who is the neater person I guess there you go yeah, perfect that would be maybe me but I feel like we're both pretty neat and organized mm-hmm. I get a little crazy in my head but yeah
0: <laughs> how long did it take to get serious i mean not long like we pretty much went like balls to the wall we were like hi you're funny <clears throat> hi you're good at hair
2: then she came in for an let's appointment be best friend and then i was like can i is the is the spot in your life for best friend taken <laughs> <laughs> and then and then that quickly went into like oh let's hang out all the time and then it turned into like hey we should do a podcast and then all of our other friends were like "Fuck you <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, so you're gonna do a pancamps and heron? Oh, that's yeah. cool. I don't feel uh, left out
2: at all. Yeah. Um no, so yeah, we kind of got serious and yeah. we still are bitches. Mm. No. We we love everybody. We're just joking. Yeah. Who picks where you want to go to dinner? We, we only, only go to one place. One place. <laughs> so
0: it's pretty easy. Brad Rowell does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> who's the first one to admit when they're
0: wrong? Oh. Well, I'm always wrong. So I feel <laughs> like it's me. That's not, I mean, I was going to say it's totally you because <laughs> just because like you'll apologize for shit. And I'm like, did that happen? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I apologize before
2: she realizes I've already played the entire situation out in my head 18 times. Oh, my God. 17 of the times I'm in the wrong. And I then apologize. And she hasn't even read the first thing that triggered all 17 responses. It's so. hilarious. Yeah. So I, I admit I'm wrong and usually I'm usually the only one wrong. So Anna's always right.
0: Stop it. And I'm not even
2: saying that in like a weird way. Like you really are. I'm, I'm wrong. I'm younger. I'm learning. I'm figuring uh, it out.
0: Okay. I don't know why you had to bring the younger thing into it, but whatever.
2: <laughs> See, because I'm wrong. Because <laughs> <I'm... laughs> you wouldn't do that. Who wears the pants in the relationship?
0: Sweatpants. Yeah. First of all. Or a pants suit. <laughs> a power suit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um I don't really think it's either one of I, I don't mean think either of us. Yeah. I mean I feel I li- think we're both too tired to have that yeah. conversation even.
2: I feel like I'm I feel like we're just living in a world of like long shirts
0: i can't even <laughs> keep it together right now with that there's there's the title of the episode right there ladies and gentlemen unless something else comes out oh my God. ladies and four gentlemen yeah <laughs> um who sings better hands down you
2: yeah i mean uh, i will take that you proudly. have
0: a lovely voice proudly
2: hogs mm. the remote well i feel like hogs is like a real triggering word <laughs> yeah. I
0: just feel like it should be more like who actually knows how to work the remote. Yeah, because currently mine has scotch uh, tape on it because my kids (laughs) broke it again. In our house, I'm like, is this the
2: right one? Where are the seven other ones?
0: Well, the question should be like, who the fuck knows how to
2: work your TV remote? Slash Netflix slash Robo slash what are all the Rogu? You know what? Rogu? What is that? Roku!
0: ragu sauce i don't know <laughs> obviously Wait, i'm not the one in control of the remote can we change remote to like either a laptop or soundboard because oh, then that, that would, would make be, more sense. that would
2: be anna yes yeah. who is technologically more sufficient
0: anna that is hilarious that's what we should who change. spends the most uh probably the Me. one who memorized her credit card numbers <laughs> i'm like i don't even know where mine are
2: I'll memorize those numbers. Probably at the all. one who bought herself 18 Valentine's Day gifts. Because I
0: was like, Valentine's Day is in a month, Valentine's Day is in 27 days, Valentine's
2: Day is in two weeks. That's red. It's for Valentine's Day. <laughs> if you knew how many things I bought for myself with the excuse of <laughs> Valentine's Day. And then I was like, Did was I supposed to buy something for my husband? It's fine. Oh my it's god. Fine. Oh, that
0: is so funny. Um, Did you go to the same school? No, that's a lame question, Internet. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. We're really coming down on the question. I know. Well, I mean, that was super lame. Where is the furthest you two have traveled together? Ugh, Ellicottville. I was just going to say. Only
2: Ellicottville hungover yeah, yeah and
0: she drove hungover
2: yeah that, and we got there okay so i mean whatever i mean
0: you didn't throw <laughs> up in your own car so i mean i hope to, to change the
2: answer to this question yeah like we i would like to go somewhere with you yeah i'm, I'm actually like taking a snow no was it snowmobile to your boundaries and i'm just gonna like run them over because i'm forcing you to take a trip with me somewhere why is that
0: running over my boundaries? Well,
2: because I know you had like really cool spiritual experiences and journeys of taking trips alone last year. I mean, I can take more than one trip, <laughs> like, but I'm going to want to go on all your trips. You, I'm oh, just going to okay. want to be like, I will you know let the, you, you railroad know the baby, one baby bejorn. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go backpacking in the Alps with faith in the backpack. Like if you understood If you mention one trip to me, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm
0: going to, when do I, should I buy my ticket too? Like when's this? Yeah. You should take a cue from my friend, Sarah, which I really appreciated this. What'd you do? I was texting with her and my friend, Mary, and we were talking about, I said, I wanted to go somewhere. I can't remember where, because it was a couple months ago and everything's kind of blurry. But I said... Oh, I was talking about going to Sedona because I was supposed to go last oh, year. Oh, right, right, right. And she said, "Is that something that other people could accompany you on, or oh. is that something you wanted to do alone?" And I'm like, "I like how you worded that. That's very nice of Sarah." I'm gonna be like, "Okay, let me book my ticket too." Yeah, which which <laughs> flight are you on? Okay, cool. That's the I one actually I booked. bought both of our tickets because I'm the spender too. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna buy both of them, you can fucking no. Go I'm gonna say it right now. Either <laughs> BravoCon. 2021. I'm just going to say, based on last week's episode, I don't know if I can handle Bravo Gun with you. I, I don't know if you could. Like, well, that's the thing is, I don't think I could keep up. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to need like snacks and like to take a nap and you're going to need a book
2: bag. It's like, it's essentially <laughs> like hiking. It would be like the the equivalent. The baby Bajor. Yeah. It's the baby Bajor, (laughs) except you'll be my Bajor. Yeah. And I'll just, I'll fucking take you everywhere though.
0: But we will get in
2: everywhere.
0: Man. I'll do it. That's the thing. It would be
2: like the pop culture Mount Everest.
0: Well, and also I just want to say that you would like do all of this in like five inch fucking heel. yeah. And I'd be like your friend in (laughs) kids. Like, I don't think, I feel like I'm going to bring down your vibe. You would not
2: bring down my vibe. I'd be like, this is my funny friend, Anna, and she's single. So who are we going to hook her up with? At least for one.
0: She wears sneakers (laughs) (laughs) because she's sensible and has bunions. (laughs) Well, we're going to have to try to really find the show for you. We're going to, we're fix yeah. Is there is Hallmark around? There? Yeah. Is Hallmark <laughs> owned by Bravo? That would be Lifetime. awesome. Lifetime. Think Lifetime might be. I oh. feel like they're cousin networks. Wait, isn't Lifetime mainly like Murder
2: Ladies now? Kind of. yeah. Supposedly, I mean, they actually just bought rights to another Britney Spears documentary. Oh, out. my God. FYI. do started. Dropping that bomb right now. <clears throat> uh, okay. And the last question, which I don't know why this is the last it's question. It's like a repeat. What and is It's happening? like a stupid question. It's not even a good one. Yeah. Who drives when you're going somewhere together? Shockingly
0: me. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe you just have like a death wish. <laughs> Maybe I I like getting carsick. I don't know. Maybe I'm a weirdo like that. Well, that was a nice little love. That was super fun. I'm so glad you brought that. I'm so happy I added an activity to our podcast. I know you really did.
1: Believe in you, but I just can't Lord, somebody, 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 somebody
2: That song really could have used a chime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can we redo it? More cowbell, more, more cowbell, cow please. <laughs> I'm just joking. That's actually one of my all time Uh, favorite songs. It's so good. Okay. So also obviously the queen version is the best one, but the George Michael version is also like, Oh Uh, God. So great. So great.
2: So, and I am trying to find you somebody to love, maybe a oh, postman. Um, oh, maybe the song we should play next is oh, Mister Post." We're totally gonna play that
0: now. I'm gonna add that to my list <laughs>
2: because he can drive <clears throat> in Europe. Anyways,
0: um, so we've got some weight. What we do?
2: Anna's gonna kick us off.
0: Yes, because I have a lot. Okay, so, uh, my older son is on travel baseball. So this year we are going to Myrtle Beach for a tournament. When? In. August, early August. Okay, first week of August. Okay, Okay, so I had to call and book. Right, first of all, everybody else booked it in October, and I completely fucking forgot. I woke up at two a.m. like last week, and I was like, (gasps) sheer terror. Oh my god, I'd never booked that yet. Like terrified, right? So everybody had said that if you call, you get a better rate than what you got online. Sure. And so I went online and looked at the rates, and I'm like, YOLO. And then I'm like, I'm just going to call them. So <laughs> I'm looking online as I'm calling. So I talked to this woman. And she was like, "Okay, so what can I help you with? I go, "Okay, so like these are the dates. This is what we're coming for. She's like, what's your group code? I go, nobody said anything about a group code. They just said I had to tell you I was coming for this tournament. She's like, oh, well, usually there's a group code. I'm like, I don't have a group code. Like if somebody says group code one more time, I'm going to punch somebody. (laughs) So we're talking about the different rooms. I go, "Okay, so tell me about like your two bedroom things. And she's like, well, we have this like two bedroom oceanfront condo. That's like $4,000 for the week. I'm like, (laughs) I'm not doing that. I go, okay, what are some other options? I go, so I'm looking online at this thing and it's like a cabana suite and it says it's two bedrooms. She's like, it says it's two bedrooms, but it's not two bedrooms. I go, I don't, I don't understand why that's happening. So we're going back and forth trying to figure this out. I go, I'm going to be real with you. I don't remember what her name was. She said it, but I don't remember. I go, I'm traveling for my son's baseball team with my two kids and my ex-husband. Shit is weird, okay? (laughs) It's weird enough that we're sharing a room. I'm trying to make it less weird. Oh, my God. She loses her shit and starts dying laughing. She goes, you have just made my whole day. (laughs) I go, I'm glad I could do that for you. Now, if you could find me a two-bedroom fucking hotel room here, that would be awesome. So we found one. We all worked it out. Was oh, I bet she upgraded you for free, too. She did not, actually. Oh. And I thought she would. Uh, I was like, if I'm making your day, girlfriend. It's a waste of a joke. I'm- waste yeah. of comedy. Uh, <sighs> oddly enough, it's not a joke. It is awkward <laughs> AF. And welcome to divorce. <laughs> so, there's that. So, yeah. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. fun, though. But, yeah, we're all going. We're driving down to Myrtle Beach together. Oh, oh man. We're going to stay together in a two-bedroom hotel. So I told Josh, I go, I just spent a good 45 minutes on the phone with the hotel. I'm calling the oceanfront side. (laughs) (laughs) And if you got a problem with that, you can book the room next door. Yeah. Because I'm not playing. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. (sighs) Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have something that's going to brighten your day. Oh, good.
2: So if you're an OG listener... You know that we've in the past gone, like, I think it was like episode three. I think it was one of our first episodes where we were like talking about like dating and like what you look for and what you don't look for. Mm -hmm. And cargo pants made it pretty high up (laughs) on that dating. No, no. Like we're not. That was a hard no. That was a hard no for me. That was like, if you show up in cargo pants, I'm not going to allow you to walk in my door, you murderer.
0: So <laughs> murder, maybe the carpenter. Yeah,
2: and also a murder. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, this <laughs> new trend is happening, and I don't even actually want to speak this out loud because I know once I say it, I'm gonna get ads for it like fucking crazy on my phone. So I'm already dreading this. There is a new thing, and it's on every fucking major site that you would order workout gear, where oh. they now have workout. Cargo leggings. Wait, how many items do you have on your body when working out that you need so many pockets? Wait, are they like Like, is there a spot for like a hammer? I, it, there are pockets mm. on pockets on pockets. On I these don't leggings. understand that. Lululemon, aloe yoga, fabletics, the new thing, cargo leggings. So you can keep all the stuff you need on you. I don't want that on me when I'm working out. What are you doing? (laughs) What are you? I literally was like, okay, let me think of the worst case scenario that I'm a woman who runs outside in like a terrible neighborhood. And I'm like, okay, like what would be, okay, you need pepper spray. You need, like, your ID, identification. You need your phone. Maybe you need a key. How many pockets do you need? And then if you have that much stuff on, how are your pants staying up? Ride with a fan. Ride. Run with a fanny pack. I literally am like, what are you keeping in your pockets? Well, isn't the whole point of, like, workout pants make you look slim? Yeah. Now when they're all now so when you they're got like Tight-fitting. Tight-fitting. And, and, bulky, then all and bulky and bulky and bulky you know what that's gonna make you look like not cute no like if i see someone with like full cargo and then the worst part is because they're leggings like at <laughs> least in like a cargo pant <laughs> you can drop some shit you can put some like ho-hos in yeah, the pocket you-, you can like no one's gonna up put, know like,
0: rolls of quarters yeah in there.
2: quarters no pop-tarts snacks for days like <laughs> you can just go Up and down in those (laughs) and guess what? And guess what? No matter
0: how much you fill cargo pockets and pants, they stay the same size. Nobody fucking knows.
2: Yeah, nobody knows where you're smuggling.
0: It's like when you buy a purse and it's already stuffed, and you're like, Oh, that's how big it can get. Yes. It's like that's what those are the pockets pockets all the time, they're always that
2: big. But guess what? Pockets on leggings, girl, we're going to see the outline of whatever the fuck you're carrying yeah. on your body yeah. when you're working. Out. I'm literally like if you put a license in there, it's going to feel too heavy. Yeah, like, I do like that. They have the pocket for like your phone. If you're running, you want to stay safe. What else are you carrying? Because guess what? If you're like my phone in there. If you have like pepper spray and shit, like someone's gonna be like, oh, I'm about to jump that person. Oh, wait, I can see the can of pepper spray (laughs) very well outlined on her cargo leggings. I'm not obviously gonna go to that girl.
0: Do they make cargo workout
2: pants? And I'm certainly Uh, not promoting anything like that. But I'm
0: just saying, like, what are you carrying in your leggings that, like, are going to protect you, help you? That's crazy. Plus, like, I mean, if you're carrying pepper spray in your leggings, like, that's going to take a little bit to get out of that pocket (laughs) because your pants are so tight. So you might just want to actually hold that in your hand. (laughs) Like don't don't so, put it in that pocket. I just want to know
2: uh, if like if you are someone mm. that was like cargo leggings. This sounds like a sensible, wonderful idea. Please Stop let it. me know like what you're putting in your pocket. Yeah, like why do you? Because need whatever's cargo going leggings. in your pockets, just so you know, like everybody around you is gonna know mm. what's in your pockets because we're gonna see the full outline of it.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: So yes, cargo leggings.
0: Oh, I got neat. real triggered. Oh, God, that's terrible. Yeah. You should be triggered by that, by the way. Um, okay, so I decided that I wanted to start drinking whiskey. Oh,
2: wow. I know. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. <laughs> There's a lot of country songs about that, women who drink whiskey.
0: I mean, it I feel like it's like a respectable thing. You've i have gone up in the world. Right? Yeah, like, I don't know. Sure. I watch. I've been like really like knee deep in Lucifer right now, <laughs> and he's always drinking whiskey. And I'm like, oh, that looks kind of good. And then I've been reading these books, and all these women drink with. Well, they're based in Ireland, so that's why they're all drinking whiskey. So I went to the liquor store, and I'm looking first. I asked all of my men friends, man friends, whatever. And, and I asked them about their experience with it. I totally meant to ask Dan. I should. Have I was asked gonna Dan. say, you know, a big whiskey kind of yeah. sewer is is my yeah hubs. Um, I thought about that as I was at the liquor store. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I go to the liquor store, and this guy comes up, and he's like, "Do you need help?" He worked there. It's not like that guy at Best Buy who was like, didn't work there, just fucking random coming up to me. So a man who worked there was like, "Do you need help?" I go, "Yes." I decided I want to start drinking whiskey. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, no, like, well, this is why I'm single. (laughs) I'm not even kidding you. And it gets worse. (laughs) I'm so glad your postman wasn't there to witness this. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes, okay, well, what were you thinking? Have you ever had whiskey? I go, yes, but I was in Ireland. So there's that. So he's like... So he starts to show me this stuff and he's like, well, do you want like bourbon? I go, what's the difference? Like, I'm here for a reason, man. Sure. You were (laughs) looking for an education. I was. Did I get it? So this guy goes, "Okay, I'm going to be honest. I could bullshit you right now, but there's actually a guy, Jeff, who knows a lot about this. So I'm going to call him over. I go, "Okay." So Jeff comes over and he's kind of a conundrum because he is (laughs) he was not wearing a ring. I mean, Jeff is explaining the entire process of whiskey and how it's made and bourbon and how that's made and all this stuff. And in my head, I'm like, you look like a nerd, but your arms are full of tattoos. (laughs) So like, I'm trying to get a get a read on this guy. Right. So if only he knew. So anyway, Jeff came over and gave me an education about whiskey and about bourbon and how they age it, and how what the rules are, like the legal rules in the u s, and then what they're like in other in other countries. It's so interesting. It was so fascinating. So, so I start my intro with Jeff. He's like, so tell me a little bit about what you want. I go, well, Jeff, I'd like to start drinking whiskey. I go, most people are getting creative hobbies right now. I'm just go, I'm trying to branch out with my alcohol purchase. <laughs> yeah, I go, not me. This is what I'd like to do. And he goes, well, welcome. Oh! <laughs> I'm like, thank you, Jeff. So he takes me through the whole process, right? So we get to the part. <laughs> So he's showing me like the ones from Ireland and Scotland and he's like, so the ones from Scotland are from, they're usually named after the different parts. So we have like the Highland ones and the other ones. And I go, Jeff, I watch Outlander. I'm pretty familiar with Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. He starts fucking cracking up. He thought that was the best thing ever. I'm like, that could have gone either way. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so again, Still trying to get a read on Jeff. I'm like, eh, he's kind of cute. Okay. I don't know. Like, yeah, whatever. Because now we're not just shopping for whiskey. Oh, no. Now it's been like 20 minutes. I'm like, <laughs> I actually have to go somewhere. <laughs> uh- <laughs> so he's telling me all about it, gives me recommendations. And then he's like, okay, so I would recommend this one. He's like, we usually don't have it in stock. It's called like Buffalo Trace. It's in the oh, yeah. cupboard up there. Yep. Yeah. He goes, I recommend this one because we don't normally have it in stock. And plus, I'm like, can we have a little bottle? Like, do you have little bottles yeah. of them? Because I don't want, really want to pay $70 for a bottle that I might not like. Yeah. So what Jeff told me about. So I bought bourbon is what I bought. Good and call. What, thank you. And what he told me was you swish it around like it's mouthwash for on the first sip. Because then it like gets all your taste buds and then you swallow it and you let the burn happen because there's a real burn. It's a real thing. There is. Yes. And then he's like, then the next sips aren't so much like, ooh, a shock to your taste buds. He's like, then you can actually taste it because all of them have been burned off. And then I was like, do I want to start drinking something that's it's burning? It's pretty badass. I yeah. know, right? I right. feel like such a badass. Yeah. So um, then afterwards, I went to Tuesday morning and bought rocks glasses because I I felt weird drinking it in like a wine glass. Yeah. No, if you're going to do it, you got to do it the right Right. way. These are, and how cute are these? Very cute. I know. Right. Anyway, I'm not drinking whiskey though. I'm drinking tequila (laughs) and lime juice. Also badass though. Yeah. Also. I just want to say. Yeah. So that was my little education in whiskey.
2: Two things. Tell me Dan is in a whiskey of the month club.
0: I don't think I'm there yet.
2: Yeah, no, but I'm saying like <laughs> we have a lot of it in our house. <sighs> he has a lot of like what I would consider like more um popular appeasing whiskey recipes oh. of things. He actually has a whole thing of uh Trader Joe's organic honey and he does like these whiskey honey Oh my god, I love this things. so much. Yeah. Dan does like really good whiskey drinks. Also, yeah. a mutual friend of ours who we adore and love Little Miss Beth Cook only drinks whiskey. Yes, so you should also hit her up.
0: I could not remember. I remembered that she only drinks hard liquor, and I whiskey. could not remember which one it was. I so mean, now just I think know.
2: of the coolest one you can think of, and obviously that's what Beth drinks. Yeah. Um. Okay. Dan also makes the best Manhattan's. Oh, like the best okay. and old fashions. Oh, and he has all like okay. the right cherries. He like goes really far and like wow. gets these cherries from like. Farm, so it has like exactly the right flavor he's dan is a little bit of like a whiskey sommelier that is hilarious <laughs>
0: I yeah. love this. So it's just really funny because this.
2: he's like completely bummed out that the smell of it is like gasoline to my whole face. Like literally so like, I, he makes two whiskey drinks that I can tolerate and it's because there's so much other shit in mm-hmm. it that you can't taste the whiskey, mm. but he makes a lot of whiskey drinks and he <gasps> drinks it all the time. And that is his only drink. He drinks whiskey. Like I drink dirty martinis. Oh, wow. So that's his drink of choice.
0: Um. Also, I've started, I'm, uh, looking for a large ice cube banker. Because- oh, we have one. Oh, the- oh, of course you do. Um, I'm gonna order one right now for you. No, don't you? I will order by the it. end. I've been using a little Tupperware
2: yes. thing. By the end, <laughs> which of this works really yes. well.
0: Because look at that was the big one, and now look at that.
2: No, we're giving you a proper one.
0: Um, okay, I and mean, I'm not gonna say no. What's your next wait? What? Oh, boy. Well, I'm making a hard left.
2: <laughs> okay square ice cube mold for whiskey fyi for anyone looking for it amazon i mean maybe or maybe not i may be ordering it for you as we speak oh
0: my god i love you okay you you're gonna need to pay attention to this though okay wait i'm um, <clears throat> fyi anyone else who wants it they are on sale right now
2: <laughs> <laughs> for half the price
0: by now Hold on. How much do they cost? They're fucking plastic and you fill them with water. Happy gallon oh, I love you. Your order has been placed. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah. It's so exciting. You have Thank whiskey.
2: You. you have whiskey ice cubes coming your way. You take care of me with the ice cubes. I got to take care. When someone tells me they want a certain ice cube mold, it's like my tits get hard. Okay. <laughs> you know, ice cube is my thing. So perfect. You got some ice cube molds coming your way. Okay. Okay. So
0: hard, right. We're going to kill hard left. <laughs> We're going to kill that buzz real quick. Okay. So when I was younger, did your dad used to eat pork rinds? No. Okay. My dad used to always eat pork rinds. And I'm like, what are those things? And then I started eating them and I was like, oh my God, these are delicious. Yes. So when I was a kid, I loved them. And then I realized what pork rinds were one day. And I was like, what the, I'm not eating that ever again. I have not had pork rinds in forever. Okay. Okay. Fast forward to Friday, Jude and I are grocery shopping and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why, but pork rinds sound great right now. Yeah, sure. So I bought a bag. I'm like, whatever. So I'm drinking my bourbon Friday night. You are a real badass. No, I am Homer Simpson all of a sudden because I'm eating pork rinds and drinking bourbon. Like what happened to me? What happened to me? And it gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm in the living room sitting on my couch that I fucking hate. And I want to buy a new couch and I'm going to, I'm just overanalyzing which one I should get. So the middle of the couch is very, like, it's sunken in pretty good, right? So I'm eating the pork rinds, watching TV, and I go to sit down. And as I sit down, I split my <sighs> pajama pants. Like, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> <And> it- <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Has ever split their pants before. This
2: is why you should stick with the tunic. Oh Long shirts, people. Long shirts. It's only validating my previous point. <laughs>
0: and sit down and I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Because now all I feel on my ass is couch. I don't feel any pants whatsoever. So I know it's a deep cut. (laughs) I get up, I'm like, stop, that did not just happen. And I did. I split Oh man, like so far, I can't believe that there was not like a starter hole to begin with. (laughs) Because they split so far. It was like... (laughs)
2: The parting of the Dead Sea. You Moses those pants, I fucking! <laughs> oh
0: my god! So now I'm like, I fucking hear you, universe, and I threw out the pork rinds because I thought, you know what? I get it. I'm eliminating one thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna keep the bourbon. I'm gonna destroy the pork rind. So I will. Never again have pork rinds. Thank you, universe, for that. I gotta buy you pajama pants. With like, yeah, you might want to do that, that too. Amazon. No, first of all, just a long tunic
2: a pajama long top. top. Okay, <laughs> think mumu but like a little more modernized.
0: I mean, yeah, really. I'm buying. Do it. I need to add that to my list of things
2: that make free makes me people undateable? free people has just come out with a whole line of clothes that I really appreciate because they are all mumus that are disguised as real clothing. <laughs> it's great they're like look at this lounge dress i'm like that's oh a moo. <laughs> they're like look at this pajama draped lounge shirt with pockets <laughs> i'm like that's a moo. <laughs> it's a- like a hospital gown with like really fancy cl- like fabric <laughs>
0: That's oh all it God. is. Some of them even breeze open in the back. Uh well, you know what? So did my pants. Yeah. So there's that. Uh yeah. So that's a I'm sorry. Yeah, that's my life now.
3: loves
1: him, and he loves somebody else, and you just can't win, and so I'll go, till the day you die, this thing they call love, is gonna make you cry, I've had the blues, the reds and the pinks, I'll for sure, love stinks.
0: We just want to cover all the bases here today (laughs) just in case. Um, so one thing that I think we obviously need to kind of touch on is, um, all of the violence happening against Asian Americans against Asians in general right now. Absolutely. Um, so one thing, um, a resource that I has been very helpful for me. So I'm not Asian. Um, and obviously there's a lot that we can learn if we've learned anything through 2020 and through United States history and the history of the world is that there's a lot of education that we can do as white people to make sure that we are not only allies, but also anti-racist for all of our friends and loved ones who are affected by these acts of violence. Um, So I just wanted to talk about the Asian American and Pacific Islander Women Lead. So it's at AAPI Women Lead Um, on Instagram. If you follow them, they've had a lot of really great um, resources to understand more and to educate yourself. And also uh, Dear Asian Youth, which is in their um, Instagram handle is Dear Asian Youth. You know, anti-racism work includes everyone. It includes everyone who is affected by it. And I, like I said, I think it's all about educating ourselves on a lot of things. Um, but Faith, I think this is something. Well, I mean, yeah. and I'm <laughs> Asian.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> so how I kind of feel about this whole thing is, um, you know, I was really thinking hard about this one mm-hmm. because I'm an Asian American. Uh, my kids are Asian. We are clearly Asian and you see, you know, just obviously by looks. So um I very much appreciate that I have Anna to advocate and to spread the news. I kind of feel like, you know, you have that older sister that goes in when she finds out someone's like messing with you. She's like, I'm going to fuck them up. Who is it? You know? <laughs> and and as someone who is Asian, I appreciate the fact that um You kind of need white people or or anybody really to be your ally and supporter in this whole thing, because, you know, it's one of those things that when it's happening to someone else, you have no problem standing up. But when it's happening to you, somehow you kind of lose your footing a little. Right. Mm. So when I'm reading these stories about people who are being slashed in the face and people who are just totally dealing with random acts of violence because they're Asian. Um, And, you know, obviously in my life I've dealt with racism, (laughs) hands on. I've had, I had a kid write chink across my locker in high school. You know, I've had like actual acts of aggression or hatred towards me because I'm Asian. So, um, and you can't really put that into words to someone who hasn't ever dealt with something like that. Um, but to be kind of, you know, um, have anybody come against you just for something that you can't control. It's just who you are. Uh, it's, 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 it's something that you can't explain to people. I do feel like, um, the black community and people of color have done a much better job explaining it. It's a kind of a weird thing being Asian because we kind of don't really, um, necessarily, relate to the serious um, systemic racism that people of color have have dealt with in their lives. Um, But we're also like not white. (laughs) So it kind of puts us in this weird position to kind of be in the middle of like, I've heard so many ignorant things over the years and I kind of want to be like, oh, I'm also another race. But like I, I it's kind of a weird footing. I can't really explain it. Um, But now that Asians are being targeted and people are kind of coming against them, it's just unreal. I'm terrified for my own children. Um, It would be like if one day you woke up and someone's like, oh, my God, anyone who's blonde, people are just targeting blondes. And you're like, what? Like, you know, it's just a weird thing. It's something that, um, you know, the reason why people are targeting Asians is because um, people and politicians and people in power have put the notion in people's head that COVID um you know, that you should be anti Asians because COVID, you know, started in China and, you know, people calling it like the, you, um, you China virus, China virus, things like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a really irresponsible way of assigning a virus. And then for people to, I actually had a client who came in and I texted Anna who said that her son's just like, I hate Asian people. I hate them. You know, if I could, I'd get them all off of this country. And I was like, do you realize that I'm Asian? (laughs) Do you have eyes in your head, lady? It's like, I don't know what to say because for whatever reason, our race in America has never felt strong enough to have our own platform. Mm -hmm. Yet we're kind of have this assumption that we're supposed to conform more to a white society. Mm. so when now we're at this brink where we're being faced with this very public racism and violent attacks it's like you kind of can't believe it because i feel like we've been this race that for the most part has been socially acceptable on both sides and people haven't really come against us it's it's just kind of a weird thing. Um, again, I feel like people of color or anyone who is black has dealt with this in such a seriously offensive, um, category and they've and, and and to me I will still look to them. I will look to people of other races to see how they have handled things mm-hmm. and to see how they go through these things with grace as many of them do every single day and kind of take note from them because that's all you can do right when you're in a situation where you feel like you have no control mm-hmm. you find the people that you can turn to that have gone through it and you kind of take their lead. And that's what I will continue to do. And I appreciate that I have people like Anna in my corner that will fight the fight when I don't really know how to. Because, again, when it is happening to you or could happen to your own children, you don't really know the words to say, uh, maybe I will. Maybe I'll have a more politically correct or at least affirmative statement to say in the future. But right now it's very raw. It's very fresh. It's very real. Um, and I'm kind of looking to everyone else to either defend us right now or to help me get a better understanding for how I can cope with this and teach my children how to cope with this. Um, so I'm really looking to other people to, that have really made exemplary lives and lifestyles because of the things they've endured. And um, that's that's kind of the path I'm taking. I apologize for it not being maybe as strong of a path as people would assume or as educative of a path as people would assume or even politically correct as a path that people would assume. But um, I'm going through it, and I just hope people respect that.
0: Yeah, and it's not your responsibility to help white people go through it sure sure like it's it's our responsibility to educate ourselves on this you guys have already gone through enough yeah (laughs) like it's that on top of it and that's a lot of the anti-racism work that um black people brought to to our attention last year you know like it's not don't go to your black friends and ask them to help you understand it sure apologize and learn it yourself yeah
2: And like I said, for me, you know, I've been very fortunate that the amount of times I've experienced racism in my life have been few and -hmm. far between. So I'm incredibly, incredibly privileged in that sense, to be honest with you, which is maybe why Asians have always kind of more. Um, taken the stance of understanding that we are a privileged race, even though we are a different race, we're a privileged race. But however, if you start targeting our race, then we now have to create a definition for where we stand in this. So it's kind of all new to me. So I apologize if that's not the answer that people you don't want, need, but no, you don't it's need the apologize. answer that I have.
0: <laughs> you know, we're, you're just trying to figure it out. Yeah, that's pretty much what it comes down that's to. That's the best you can do.
1: Oh, yes, wait a minute, Hey, 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 Oh, yeah.
0: I don't think that song is about dating a postman. I <laughs> think. <laughs> I definitely don't think it's a
2: dating post.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, really quick. We're diverting quickly tangenting. I don't know what the word
0: is shocking,
2: but I meant to tell you a funny story and it does kind of bring us into our next topic. Cause oh. it's a little feministy. Ooh. So really funny. I completely have lost track what day of the week it is. Also can't keep track of like, holidays, although I was ready for Valentine's last month um, and did buy my kids Valentine's. It was like the night before Valentine's Day at school mm-hmm. and I looked at Kennedy, who's my youngest daughter, and I said, oh, shoot, we didn't <gasps> buy Valentine's. Like, Oh my god, I totally forgot to do that for my kids. Yeah. And I go, were we supposed to do that? And it's so hard because our kids only go to school two days a week. Right. So it's very hard to keep track of like when things need to be turned in for holiday things. Right. Right. So I go, oh, my gosh. I said, Kendi, I'm so sorry. And she's usually on me about like, you know, months in advance when I need something. So I said, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to give you Valentine's. She goes, oh, no, mom, I'm not doing Valentine's this year. Oh. And I go, oh, well, why? And she goes, because they're completely inaccurate. Oh. Now, this is my 10-year-old. Oh, my God. I love her so much. <laughs> this is my 10-year-old. And and I honestly wish I almost wanted her to be a guest on this podcast Ugh. because to hear her little 10-year-old voice say this, I actually couldn't stop laughing. I was crying because oh God, I couldn't I believe it. the words that came out of her mouth. She said, well, they're very inaccurate. I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, last year, my frenemy, someone, I won't say their name. She goes, my frenemy, gave me a Valentine and it said, you're cute, babe. Ugh. And mom, she would never say those words to me. She goes, I am boycotting Valentine's Day cards until they can come up with ones that are appropriate for friends. Because I don't understand why they're promoting us all to love each other when we're 10. Oh, my God. I I go, wow, that's a really good point. And she goes, yeah. And she goes, they really need to take it from the candy hearts people because they've really stepped up their game. I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, we were using candy hearts in math and their hearts are very affirmative and friendly. They say messages like you got it, bae.
0: Oh, my God.
2: And I go, I oh, my her. gosh.
0: Yeah, she goes.
2: Yeah. She's like, so until Valentine's can be a little less romantic at an inappropriate age, I'm mm. not getting them for my friends. Good for her. So I thought that was pretty cool.
3: I was God.
2: dying of laughter, <sighs> dying of laughter. Could not believe those words came out of her mouth. I. She's so life, sweet. So anyways, um, so that brings
0: us into our next topic. Because- well, actually before that, oh. I just, oh. I feel like I need to explain Valentine's day because I, my kids number one my parents never made a big deal about valentine my parents are immigrants they don't give a shit about stuff like that so (laughs) they were like what this is a weird holiday um if it's a catholic holiday though they're all in yeah (laughs) um so i bought balloons i bought cards for my boys i bought a little bit of candy but like that was it like i didn't go cuckoo right so but what i wrote in their cards was super heartfelt like i stopped just writing them and so they came downstairs before i did so i come downstairs i'm like did you guys see your balloons and your cards and stuff and max is like oh yeah and jude goes i didn't open it i'm like okay (laughs) so later on i was like did you guys like see your cards like and max said well, I opened the card and there wasn't a PlayStation gift card in there, so I didn't really care. I'm like, you know what? Shame on me. Next year, you guys are getting <laughs> fucking nothing for Valentine's Day. You know, Day. they opened their card and shook the envelope yeah, and exactly. realized in there and I not go, worth their time. Did you read the card? How dare
2: you? Oh, I mean, God. if you're raised Catholic, I think you know how to put some Catholic guilt into
0: the situation for next year. I know, but it's number one. I got a lot of nerve. (laughs) Giving anybody Catholic guilt about anything. All right. So now let's bring this into our next topic.
1: This is a story about a girl named Lucky. Early morning. She wakes up. Knock, knock, knock on the door. It's time to make up Perfect smile. It's too late. All way too far. Hey girl. just star
0: but she cry cry cries in the lonely heart thinking make my debts up ruin in my life <laughs> why do these tears come at night girl i'll tell you why oh. they come at night <sighs> i can't even so obviously we're talking about framing britney the hulu documentary done by the new york times yes the new york times documentary on Hulu. Yes.
2: <laughs> I should have said it like that. So it's funny because this came out right after our last podcast, literally the next Her day. Usual, of like, ours. <laughs> Can't they get on our <laughs> schedule? It's like, what the fuck? <sighs> New York Times.
0: As <sighs> if. Yeah.
2: Hulu. Yeah. So anyways, you know, it was funny because when it first came out, it was like, we have to dissect this, but, you know, a million ways on our podcast. But now it's been out. Yeah. everybody's watched it. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched it, please do yourself a favor and watch it. Mm-hmm. And now there's already been things that have happened since
0: then. So we're going to do more of a brief rundown. Yes. So, okay. Britney Spears in 2007, I think she was, I don't know how to properly word this because I am not a lawyer. Um, so her dad has conservatorship over her. So all of her finances, all of her decisions, she lost custody of her own children in like 2007. Dude, it's real bad when you lose custody of your kids and Kevin Federline is the father of them. Yes, okay. She only has visitation with her kids. For a long time. I think it even had to be it am I correct about this that it had to be like um help me where someone else was there. Yeah, like a witness. Uh, supervised. Thank you. Supervised Jesus. Excitation. I'm like, what is that thing? Okay. She, I just want to say, the misogyny,
2: I can't. So, my whole problem with this, with the whole Britney Spears documentary. Now, I'm a girl who loves Us Weekly. I'm a girl <laughs> who literally loved all of the celebrity gossip. Still do. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Have you met us? Right. So... For me, what really blew me away is like watching all these moments parallel to like when I remember them actually happening in my life and right. watching them, how they really went down. Yes. And when you see it all laid out, it's it, you realize that I just had a whole different perspective. Now, I know she cheated on Justin Timberlake. Um, You Nobody's know, everyone business. knew that story.
0: Do we know she cheated on Justin Timberlake? Yeah, though? we do.
2: She cheated on him with Wade Robson.
0: OK, but yeah. did she confirm that? Because yes, she, we, yes okay. she cheated. Well, this that.
2: this is actually something I know. I don't want to get into this at all because he mm-hmm. was also in Finding Neverland because he is oh, one yeah. of the people who came forward about Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I have a direct connection to Wade Robson, and this did happen. So, <laughs> and which is fine. But you also have to remember, Britney was like seventeen. Like again, right? So, and and mind you, I actually know that the cheating happened. But again when you realize how young she was and the amount of harassment she was subjected to without anyone protecting her. So it's no wonder she snapped. It's like everybody wanted her to be this perfect mold of this all American girl. Mm -hmm. And then when she was like, no, she was mind you pretty much why she was completely, um, Discriminated against was because she was independent, because she had free will, because she was opinionated, because she knew how she wanted her contracts to go, and because she liked the fact that she was a beautiful girl and wanted to be sexy. Literally, every 13 and 14 year old on TikTok that's like a freaking thirst, clout oh chasing hoe would never be allowed. She paved the path for all y'all. Yeah. All she wanted to do was dress sexy and not be Miss Americana. She wanted to be herself. She wanted to be who she was. She wanted to be seen for who she was. Now, did she cheat? Sure. How many freaking celebrity men do we know that cheat that are still celebrated in Hollywood without any repercussion? Well, who are grown ass men who are married with children who cheat. She was in that young
0: A Rod.
2: Right. She is a young ass girl had all these things happen. Then, then once she wouldn't fall into this perfect mold, they completely villainized her Mm -hmm. and, and used every single thing that she did or said as a weapon against her. She she it's just unreal how unprotected she was and what a double standard it was for her to live in that society. Because guess what? There are plenty of guys. Who would take off their shirts and women loved it, right, and right. there were no comments made. Yep. But she had to go on TV when she was so young and have foreign men who are in their forties ask her about her breasts, ask her when she's ten years old on Star Search. Ed McMahon asked oh her God, she had a boyfriend,
0: a fucking dirtbag.
2: Like she can't be care, okay on dead. her own as a woman, like. It's so funny when you watch this whole thing back and I I lent you Jessica Simpson's book called open book. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you read it, but it's the exact same thing. And that's why I like Jessica Simpson's book. It talks about the double standard for women back then versus men and how they were told they had to be something very now. Jessica Simpson she came out at the same time as Britney and they wanted her to be the sexy one. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you sign up for a reality show and they're like, Hey, you're the bitch, you're the slut, you're the nice one, you're the, this, these people assigned these girls, these narratives without ever really asking. These girls are like, well, I want to be a famous singer. I guess this will help. So this is what I'm going to do. They didn't have a full understanding that, the media wanted them to conform to this perfect vision of what they thought they were gonna be. Half of the things that were done and said to these women would never be allowed these days. And then what happened is the worst part is they push her and push her and push her until she snapped, totally snapped. And then when she snapped, all these people who pushed her to that point are bringing in millions of dollars and bringing in all this money off of her suffering. So they are now profiting off of her suffering, which we all caused to begin with because of the media. And it just drives me nuts because before she snapped, she endured so much and she was so graceful with her answers. You didn't see her going out there dropping F-bombs yelling at people being a diva being an asshole and she was given so many terrible questions and things thrown her way and until she finally fucking snapped she did everything so much more gracefully than i ever would have done or i would have ever expected my own daughters to do sorry are
0: you do you want to take a breath jesus (laughs) i was like i'm just i'm just gonna turn off my mic for a second because she's going on a roll and there's no there's no stopping her at that point okay so just so much for the clip notes version of the britney thing but you're spot on with everything so think about this when jessica simpson christina aguilera and britney spears came on to the scene it was all about boy bands. It was Backstreet Boys. It was NSYNC. It was 98 Degrees. It was Five, which is my favorite UK boy band. (laughs) And it was like all all of the boy bands. That was the time. So two things I want to point out in the Britney documentary that I was like, what is happening? Number one, she's like, Uh, She's being interviewed by like a bunch. She's like on like a panel and she's being interviewed by a bunch of media and she's got to be like maybe 18. Yes. Maybe 19. Right. At that point. And they ask her if she's a virgin. Yes. I'm sorry. What? That is none of your business. How dare you fucking ask a child that? How dare you? How dare you? Number two, don't get me started about Justin Timberlake because he is essentially dead to me. (laughs) And we'll get to that in a second. (laughs) But he totally, I think it was on Howard Stern or some radio show. Yeah, he was on a radio show. It wasn't Howard Stern, but it was a radio show in L.A. Yes. Yes. And they asked him. Point blank. Yep. If he had sex with her. And at first he was like, no, yeah, no, I did. Like, I'm sorry. Are you a fucking frat boy, Justin Timberlake? Screw you. And then we'll also discuss the whole Janet Jackson thing with Justin Timberlake, too. Like, seriously, dead to me. Anyway, (laughs) then Diane Sawyer. Oh, Diane Sawyer. Shame on you. Shame on you. That whole interview with Diane Sawyer was so, I can't even contrived. Oh, my God ridiculous she should be ashamed of herself because she is i mean at the time she was probably in her early 40s yeah shame she go- on you and also matt lauer really
2: hey I mean, i'm sorry what's matt lauer doing these days oh i'm sorry he's been convicted of being a fucking rapist because he's a- He's a terrible person. I
0: mean, I don't think he was convicted of being a rapist. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was fired for inappropriate behavior because he pushed himself on young
2: women. Yes. I'm sorry. What happened? Did Britney say no? And then you decided
0: to take her on the air and tell her someone wants to shoot her for being inappropriate? And can I just tell you that? It's a real dark day in your career when the Matt Lauer interview was better than the Diane Sawyer interview. I'm like, what is happening here? That was terrible. And the it bottom line is
2: the fact that this girl endured so much, you can see why oh she's snapped. God. What the
0: fuck? What was going on <laughs> with Lynn Spears? OK, so I know Lynn, her mom and her dad got divorced in like the early 2000s. Go. Okay. You know, more information.
2: You no, I was going to say that there's a lot of rumors swirling that they're okay. So Jamie Spears, her dad is completely in charge of everything. And when we say everything, we're talking about what toothpaste this girl has, with the things that are her groceries that are for, he is her handler. When you sign over a conservatorship, it essentially means that you are in absolutely zero mental state to make any decisions for yourself personally or financially. She, However, she can still
0: keep fucking working like a goddamn oh,
2: workhorse, but, right? But let's work her like a soldier yeah. and have her release a new album and do a residency in Vegas because yeah. he profited off that.
0: Exactly. But what
2: I'm saying is the essential... But the rights that you actually obtain when you are conservatorship, not only of someone's finances, but of someone's person, you control who sees her. You control her phone. You control every single part of her life. So there has been a lot of rumors swirling. That Lynn, so when he signed the conservatorship, Lynn has been trying to get in touch. And she, honest to God, just like the New York Times, has is being kept at a very far distance away from Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. And someone said that if she pushes too hard, he can actually forbid her from seeing Britney. Which is why when she showed up to that court case, the first words out of her lawyer's mouth were Lynn means no ill will towards Jamie. And she is not trying to start anything that would be, you know, kind of an argument with him. But she would like to have the new rights of being conservatorship because she wants a better future for her daughter. And she's coming in with lawyers and they're very careful about saying that they're not trying to offend Jamie. I think she's scared of him. I also think that Jamie Spears is a fucking asshole. And I think come down the road, you're going to find stories about him possibly being abusive. Whether it's verbal mental, emotional, physical.
0: Oh, there's 1000% some kind of emotional abuse going on there.
2: So I do feel like in some weird way, and I don't know how and I don't know why and I don't know to what extent, but Lynn is also kind of a victim of this entire situation. I think she's tried to get in touch with her daughter and I think she's too scared of not being in her life at all to go against Jamie because yeah. Jamie actually does have full control of oh. Brittany. So I think that's why Lynn has been somewhat absent.
0: Like these courts, when you have a woman like Britney Spears coming in saying, listen, I'll take the conservatorship. It's totally fine. But can you give it to anybody else? Bank. Yeah. A bank rather than my father. Like what? Hello. What the fuck? Oh, my God. I I can't. Well, there's
2: also reports coming out of like, okay, a lot of judges. That were on some of her cases. Like Mm -hmm. suddenly, like a month later, there's like a $3 million anonymous donor into their campaign. So those things are going to start coming out, too, because I've already kind of seen them trickling. But you have to get you have to remember there's a lot of money here at stake. She made $58 million in one year. There's a lot of money. If you don't think people are desperate enough to take the money and just convict. Sure. All of these people, the twisted part is everybody on both sides of the argument for Britney Spears are all making money from her suffering. So the second that she's like, I don't if they actually declare she does not need this conservatorship Mm -hmm. and they actually take Jamie away and all this other stuff. They have just all lost their actual income. When someone made the comment of like, hey, we're actually seeing conservatorship as some way to like actually make money and to, you know, and I'm like, that is so fucked up. You are actually admitting to the fact that you were using this girl to make money personally in your successes. So bottom line is, you guys. It's so sad to watch. A lot of things have come out since then.
0: 12 years. Yeah. 12 years. That's her kid's entire life. Yeah. Yes. Like, I can't even... As a mom, like my, I, I just sobbed.
2: Well, she's able to see her kids. Actually, there's been a lot of people coming forward saying like Brittany does come to all their soccer games, goes to everything. She I brings know, pizza. But- she takes care of everybody, but she has bodyguards there. No one can come near her. She can't talk to anyone like it's isolating, but oh she's God. been able to see them. It's just not in the way that she would like to. Um, everything she did, they used against her in her custody battle. So she lost her kids. Also, she was suffering from um, post
0: um, postpartum. postpartum depression. This is okay. So this killed me because first of all, she had postpartum and then it was it was like not dealt with. No, because it wasn't
2: PC back then to talk about mental
0: health. Exactly. It wasn't okay,
2: like misogyny, all these things. Like Like,
0: if somebody would have helped her when she had postpartum, maybe she wouldn't be where she is today. If all of this had happened now, she would not have a conservator and there'd be a hell of a lot of people arrested. It's so sad. Yeah, it's so sad because listen, knowing what we know about mental health, knowing everything like all of this could have been prevented. Yeah. All of it could have been prevented. And that spot in the documentary, when they were showing there was that huge um, uh, publicity thing going on in, in Vegas. Vegas yeah. And she came up Ooh. out of the stage and then just kept on walking. Watch right. That was a big yep. fuck you.
2: Oh, on. man. That it. was amazing. And then guess what? She got held against her will and thrown into a psychiatric center mm-hmm. right after from her mm-hmm. dad because she refused to work. And if she refuses to Fuck work, you. he makes no money. Exactly. Like,
0: so she's, she's okay enough to work but like she's a not horse, okay. Exa- like a horse. Exactly. Literally. Oh my God. And then, so Justin Timberlake did an apology yes. on Instagram. Yes. Um, You know what? Whatever. You're like 20 years too late, bro. I know. And the fact that he opened it by saying, I've seen all the comments and the tags shut your fucking face, uncle fucker. Are you kidding me right now? Like I was like, and I'm a diehard Justin Timberlake fan. I know you are. No, he's dead to me. Well, this
2: is what I'll say. And I'm going to, I'm not being devil's advocate on this, but okay, here's what I'll say because I really thought about this a lot. I can at least clearly, (laughs) clearly a little too much. Mm. Um, I can appreciate that. He apologized for the pure fact that how many people have been called out between mm-hmm. Me Too, between mm-hmm. everything else that's happened, mm-hmm. and men just don't fucking apologize. Right. They just move on. Right. So I, I will say that I'm happy that he at least did apologize. um I will say this, and Carol um, Radziwill. Oh, ra- yeah, I ra- saw that. Yeah, she wrote a comment, and I really liked what she wrote. Of course, now I can't find it. Oh, I can find it here. Um and I just want to read this cuz I guess it would be the closest to how I'm feeling about this whole thing and she wrote no Talking about his Justin Timberlake's apology. Mm-hmm. It is not enough, but you have to acknowledge that baby, a baby step and then hold accountability. If not, you are just in a thought loop of anger. Acknowledging that there is, in fact, a system set up by white men to benefit white men is a step forward. If we can't see that as a small victory, then we won't have staying power required to dismantle it. So I can understand that point, too. It's mm-hmm. like, is was it enough? Absolutely not. Does it make up for everything that happened? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Were his thoughts and actions absolutely genuine and sincere? We'll never know. Because why? Because he would have been damned if he did, damned if he didn't. Right. No matter how he apologized, no matter what way he did it, it would never have been enough for the people that – um wanted more but here's the end of the day the only two people that need to accept that apology are Brittany and janet Mm -hmm. so if they accept it then that's Mm -hmm. all that matters because again when people are apologizing the general public makes it their business because we all know what happened <clears throat> but it's the same way for people who had apologized apologize against black people or people of right. color. Right. At the end of the day, the only person that can be OK or not OK with that apology is to the people it was to. Mm -hmm. So if the women in his life uh, are okay with that apology, it's not up to the rest of us to say whether it's enough or not. But I do give him credit that he actually is acknowledging it and apologizing. And again, I don't want to be in a thought loop of anger. Right. And it's totally true. It can't all be up to our standards. It never will be. But it is progress. And let's hope from this point forward that, you know, things go in a healthier manner and people start to acknowledge the fact of how women are treated versus men, especially in the Hollywood or music industry. And hopefully this, this will change things.
0: I mean, here's to hoping, man. Mm-hmm.
1: I want to dedicate this next song to um, a very special someone in my life, David Rose. I call
3: you when I need you,
1: and my heart's on fire. You come to me wild and white. You come to me and give me everything I need. Give me a lifetime of promises and a world of dreams. Speak the language of love like you know what it means. And it can't be wrong. Take my heart and make it strong, babe. You're simply the best. Better than all the rest. Better than anyone. Anyone I've ever met. And I'm stuck on your heart.
2: Now that's how you do a remake, Taylor.
0: I wasn't prepared for that <laughs> at all. And now
2: I'm in my dark place. Well, we had to acknowledge all the love. And that uh, includes all the love we have for gay love. Oh, my God. that was the best. Especially with Shits Creek. I uh, mean, yeah. That's just the best. So I had to include it. We had to include. all. No, I'm so glad you did. It's my fave. And we're going into our topic that is simply the best, which is real housewives of Salt Lake City. (laughs) 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 That reunion. Well, I have to apologize to you. So I don't know what is going on with my DVR. Oh no. Because I have like certain shows that are just on like please record or scheduled recording or whatever, please record. Yeah, I tell my I'm TV, like please, please record. record. <laughs> <laughs> like Whitney Rose. Um <laughs> But no, so I have it on like scheduled recording. So I started watching the reunion and I texted Anna. I'm like, holy shit, it's an hour and a half again. And I'm like, oh, I yeah, don't have no, to watch it this. Wasn't. It wasn't my DVR recorded the watch, what happens live after it oh. automatically. Oh, nice. Which was kind of nice, but I didn't realize it was, I, I don't know why it re- or. Or if the way that Bravo's doing it is they're saying just record the whole thing because then it had someone from that reunion on there. But like, No, mine didn't. My DVR recorded the whole thing. So I thought it was an hour and a half and it wasn't. So I do apologize. No. Because I got you ready to watch an hour and a half.
0: But I was also very appreciative that it was not an hour and a half. (laughs) So there's that.
2: So um, if you guys aren't familiar, whenever we talk about real housewives of salt lake city Mm -hmm. Anna has Mm -hmm. this amazing segment where she does rapid fire Mm -hmm. i have three things to add to the rapid fire if if you don't go over them yeah and i never take notes oh i'm but I, i had so many things i wanted to say too that i was like if we don't get to these i have to make sure we acknowledge them but you kick it off anna okay
0: mary acknowledging She had terrible hair the entire season.
2: (laughs) I texted Anna right away and I go, you
0: are going to feel so
2: validated. As soon as she said that, I'm like, thank the Lord. (laughs) Literally. They all did. They all were like, and then it was funny because they're like, we didn't have hairdressers," Yeah. Which is really funny because I was
0: like, oh, that is why. Their hair looked bad. That was not Meredith's problem. Meredith had a hairdresser. And my next note is, oh, Meredith washed hers for the season, for the reunion. Good for her. Yeah. Okay. So moving on. Ooh, girl, all of the girls. Mary has your number. I don't think Mary has gotten so much airtime as she has in the first Reunion. Well, I feel like she is like. <laughs> oh, she was like she didn't give a
2: shit. Do you know why? Because Mary taped most of the season from her closet. <laughs> <laughs> so when she watched the reunion, she was just like a viewer, Mm-mm. like all of us. So it she, would be like all. Of us all going so she finally reunion. got to go out and just say everything everybody's been thinking because oh she God. watched the whole season as a viewer, not a participant. <laughs>
0: fyi <laughs> oh my god okay <coughs> excuse me heather was the honey badger uh, again did I not love give her a fuck. did not give a she fuck. was the best why was lisa coming for her lisa oh my god it was banana and uh, literally my next comment is lisa yowza what <laughs> <laughs> she was she looked amazing, though. I will tell. But OK, say that. I'm not
2: saying this in a bad way. What did Lisa do to her face or what was it? Like, I think it was her
0: hair. I I'm, think I'm because not... normally her hair is so stick straight. There's never any like dimension to her because she looked beautiful. I'm not saying this as no. a negative thing. No, but
2: she came out. and I was like, something is different. I also feel like she has a way thinner
0: nose. I don't know. Something's no, I think up. that was all contouring, to be honest. Oh, with OK. All right. I mean, I don't it literally think she was like Lisa looked totally
2: different. Um, she also came for
0: Heather. Oh, yes, yeah, she did. And I'm not going to lie. Heather came for her, too. Yeah, they kind of went at each other. It was, I was hilarious. Like, I was here for it, man. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, here we go. Let's yeah. do this. Um, M- Mary needed to take it down a notch, though. I'm not going to lie, because it was literally like. A woman and some like two women. Going at it about something, and Mary found a way to get involved in the conversation. And I was like, mm, "I don't think you belong here." Yeah, no, you don't. But you know what? Again, if I was there as an observer, I would totally like <laughs> She's just trying to be relevant so she can tape some scenes out of her closet next year, one thousand percent. And then Heather calling out Lisa every time. Yeah. When Lisa went for her, she was like, nope. And she came at her. It was amazing. She
2: showed her receipts. What's it called? That's not the same. Not showed her receipts. I mean, she kind of showed her receipts. Whitney actually did, but on terrible paper. Oh, God. Where, like, also, nobody can read it. Also, okay, so if you go on Whitney's, like, story, she actually posted the real conversation oh. of the text, and it does say, so Whitney essentially said a text saying, hey, we are renewing our vows, and we blah, 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 and Bravo's going to come and film it. Do you want me to feature your tequila so it can be shown because they are filming? Mm-hmm. She actually wrote it. So the reason why she probably can post that before, because, again, it goes against the fourth wall, of saying, mm-hmm. like, I'm literally saying that we are having this party, but since Bravo will be there to film it, do you want us to feature your tequila? That was the point of it. Mm -hmm. So when she came at Heather of like, that is, or Whitney, that is not how you presented it. Whitney's like, no, I have the text to prove it. And then for whatever reason, found like a ditto copy machine and tried to give it to people. (laughs) So then she did post on her story. She's like, for all of those who want to see the original text message, here it is. But here's my other thing. Now I actually do think those are real. And Mm -hmm. I do feel like, Whitney is not lying about that and right. I do think she did very much state like I offered you this as a PR opportunity for your tequila brand essentially mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. like you could change your my name and your contacts as Heather Gay We could have a conversation. You could screenshot it, put it on your fucking Instagram and say, look at the conversation I had with Heather Gay. And it's fucking fake. So I also don't understand how text messages can ever be perceived as something real when you can so easily change the narrative.
0: Sad. I didn't even think about
2: that. Well, I just don't understand. I'm like, they can easily change the narrative. So why the fuck are these text messages considered as real? I do actually think in this case they are, but it just bothers me. Yeah, because that's a
0: lot of work. Because until
2: Heather Gay puts your podcast on her actual story and says, swipe up to listen to the episode, you don't know her. (laughs) (laughs) FYI.
0: By the way. FYI. Um, the whole. (laughs) Okay. So that's what else I want to talk about (laughs) is the whole thing between Meredith and Jen and Brox Brox Brox. Yeah, track suit. You totally dismiss rocks on your social media. Now, I will say this. When it came to the
2: actual vagina comment and that whole thing that happened with Mm -hmm. Jen Sean Brooks, Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. only thing I will say, and I will defend Jen on this. Nobody told her that night jen's like she's like you made brooks feel uncomfortable so he him and chloe had to leave and they went to like the mall or something they, yeah they went to best they, buy that's went to it, best buy that's it, that's it. i knew so, it was a retail store. so but they and then they were like well didn't jen realize and she's like no and jen's like if you would have told me that's why your kids were uncomfortable i would have like i would have appreciated that and i will say that night she didn't ever tell Jen, hey Jen, yeah. like you're not wearing underwear. Stop fan kicking your freaking leg up because you're making my kids uncomfortable. Because my I kids can
0: see your Vegij.
2: Yeah, I will say this. I know Jen Shaw is crazy, but if someone said, Jen, cut that shit out for my kids, I do think yeah. Jen would have stopped. Agreed. And I'm not a Jen Shaw fan by any by any means, and I'm not um enabling some of the action she did this season. But mm-hmm. in that particular mm-hmm. thing, I will say Fucking tell her if I was over at Anna's house without underwear on fan kicking and Max was like yo mom actually would be Jude. It would be Jude. Let's be honest. Jude would go right up to It'd your face and be like, "I can see your vagina." I can see your vagina, Miss Faith, <laughs> and Max would be in his bedroom mortified. Oh God! Um, but With I mean, head between his. But knees, Anna would not be like, Faith, really? Could you have not shown your vagina to my children? Exactly. And I would have been like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." Like. Address it then. Yeah. If you didn't address it then, you can't expect <sighs> Jen to understand that she made your kids uncomfortable because Jen's just being fucking Jen in <laughs> front of cameras. This and she so doesn't know how to differentiate how to act and not act. Okay? So you kind of had to have
0: told her. Yeah. I will say that. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. Yeah. Um. Okay. So when Lisa... Was talking about, and this is going to be a real turn for me here. I just want (laughs) to warn you. When Lisa was talking about people coming at her for being a bad mom, I totally got choked up. Sure. Oh, my God. She got super emotional about it. And I'm like, you're right, Lisa. (laughs) I never thought she was a bad mom. All I said was she needed to be more real about her kids. (laughs) Yeah. Mainly her nine-year-old. Yes. Um. Oh my God! But that totally made me like super choked up when she talked about that. And I don't think anybody called her a bad mom like on the show, but she was getting DMs after that whole conversation with yes. Heather. Yeah. Super sad. Um. Okay. My biggest beef with oh. the entire reunion. Oh, I'm ready. Whitney chooses Meredith to swing with. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? You're going to choose anyone to swing with in the entire cast. Who would you pick? Of Not Meredith. I'd pick Jen Shaw, that girl, or Heather. I mean, obviously. But Heather and Whitney are cousins. I thought about that. Okay, yeah. So that instantly takes Heather out. Then if I'm Whitney, I'm going Jen Shaw, because you know she's a minx in the set. <laughs> True. Meredith, like talk about a starfish. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Even Lisa. I would take Lisa over Meredith.
2: Lisa's riding backwards cowgirl. You know that.
0: I mean, literally anyone. I may even take Marianne or grandpa (laughs) over Meredith and Seth. Are you kidding me? It's like what the is- most vanilla sex life I've
2: ever envisioned.
0: Oh. Oh. Right there. Oh, wait. Yes. Go. Wait, hold on. I think Brooks is awake. <laughs> and then Brooks is like, can you keep it down? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh. So number one would be Heather. Number two. Well, if she wasn't my cousin.
2: Yeah. And sure. number
0: two would be Jen Shah. Right. Because she make it amazing, Yeah. And I also
2: thank Whitney for, like, not being a swinger. are really defensive about it and keep bringing it up. Wow. It's right? like when a girl's like, I'm totally over that ex-boyfriend. You know, that ex-boyfriend that I was talking about, I'm totally over him. <laughs> By the way, do you see my ex-boyfriend and his, and his new girlfriend? And, and it's fine. Like, I'm totally over him. By the way, did I tell you that? I um, My ex-boyfriend messaged my cousin the other day. It's like, bitch, if you're not a swinger, sh- get the word out of your mouth. You keep talking about it. You got a fucking stripper pole and everyone knows you're crazy as shit.
0: Oh, my God.
2: I, I think maybe that word needs to be out of your vocabulary if you're not that. Because I, you either were that, used to be that, are that, and you're not over it because it comes out of your mouth every other word.
0: Yes. Agreed. My second what the fuck moment of part one of the reunion was Mary Crosby having... The nerve to call Lisa sloppy. (laughs) I'm sorry. Really, Mary? You've already admitted that your hair was terrible the entire time. (laughs) No one's addressing the fact that in one of the scenes you had two fake nails on and then the other nails were not fake. Like, but you're, you're going to, what? You're going to call Lisa
2: sloppy. I feel like if you start to view Mary as the voice of the viewers, it's much easier to deal with her.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, I get that. Yeah. (laughs) Although I feel like I would be self-aware enough to be like, I'm not going to say sloppy because look at me right now. If you
2: want to talk about self-awareness, you have to find a totally different network.
0: Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. nobody, nobody, maybe Heather Gay, Heather Gay is, totally, is the closest. 100%. Yeah. But
2: nobody, no
0: one else had any self-awareness. I no. will say Meredith looked great at the reunion. Yeah, she did. I liked her little mm-hmm. Bob. And her boobs looked great, which let's be honest, she's had three children. Sure. We all know how this looks yes. after three children. Yes, like and yeah. I mean I have not had plastic surgery, so sure. I know what my boobs look like right now, and it's not bad, right? Although I have also gained some weight over COVID, so my boobs <laughs> maybe are a they will bit be like that. that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's just my whole midsection is gonna look like that. That <laughs> I got me. a cleavage on my belly button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that wasn't true. Uh, okay, what are your three points?
2: Oh my god, I can't believe you didn't bring them up. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. Listen, it's very okay. Full laundry. Well, one and of them, take
2: them. One of them is what did Lisa do to her face? Because I couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. Right. Okay. I don't know how you did not bring this up. Oh my god, what did I miss? I found it absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and also, who the fuck are you? This is season one. Sit your ass down. Stop. Meredith. Roll the footage. <gasps> oh, my God. Are you out of- And then they rolled the footage. I'm sorry, oh my God, it was they- Lisa. Was it Lisa? Because it was the moment where Heather Gay supposedly turned her back to her. And she goes, roll the footage. Do your Lisa impression.
0: Hold on. Oh, I... I- <laughs> Roll the footage.
2: Yes. <laughs> Andy,
1: roll the footage. I was like, who the fuck?
0: <laughs> Excuse me. You did not you tell the producers when to roll you the footage. Are,
2: and all the women were like, are you kidding me? You just looked at the camera like John Krasinski in the office and told them how to do their goddamn job. Bitch, they're going to roll the footage. That is what they do. They like to out you on your lies, and they roll the footage and roll the footage. Are you on your footage
0: of me looking like an asshole?
2: Oh my god! I was like, who? When has any housewife ever addressed a producer and said, "Roll the footage"? Mm -hmm. Like reading the receipts. I love Mm it. Mm -hmm. And the second thing I have also about Lisa. Lisa, when you get a spray tan, you're not supposed to have orange limes all over your hands. Oh, no. I didn't even notice those. Lisa's <gasps> spray tan. hand. Lisa looked like she lisa like,
0: did look super tan. Her
2: hands also looked super tan. I can't wait to notice. I couldn't stop day. looking at her spray tan hands. I was like, and because she kept putting her hands up and then she was rolling the footage and she was <laughs> doing all sorts of things with her hands. I was like, bitch, it looks like you ate 18 bags of Cheetos. I cannot take you seriously with those Chester Cheeto hands. Did nobody teach you how to spray tan correctly? You put the barrier cream on your hands on the palm part of your hand. If it's on the other side of your hands, I understand they can get weird. It was on the palm side of her hands. Fucking streaks of spray tan all over them (laughs) and then they gathered in both the bases like right above her wrist. I was like, bitch. How much money do you have? Get a proper ass spray tan. That was done in a booth, not by a person. Was I buy Zoom tan? Because a person is going to be able to give them a proper tan correctly.
0: Oh, my God. Bitch had spray tan even. hands.
2: I could not focus on what were that coming out of her mouth. Other than best. roll the footage. Roll the footage. Because her spray tan hands. <laughs> I was like. Y'all have a nice time eating those Cheetos. What's up? What's up? I mean, do you need a napkin? Don't touch your
0: dress. Now I want Cheetos.
2: I mean, you should watch it. Her fucking hands. are Oh my god,
0: I'm totally gonna rewatch it after you leave tonight. I literally, I can't believe I missed that. I literally like someone wash her hands. (laughs) Did she get the spray tan behind
2: in her dressing room? Why is it so fucking globbery orange? Oh, my God, I couldn't, I could not, I could not. Oh, my God. Roll the footage of that. (laughs) Cheeto Cheeto. fucking fingers.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God, my face hurts. I will never go after you for being whatever kind of mom you want to be to your children, but I will go after you for your bad spray tan. Yeah, 1000 Because you have enough money to fix that. You walked right up into that shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. So. Um. Okay. So I can't wait for the rest of the reunion. Same. I'm super glad it's three parts. Yes. Because and then they'll have secrets revealed. <sighs> and
2: then, watch. Spoiler alert. <gasps> Tell me. Did anyone catch that real quick glimpse that said, "Real Housewives of Salt Lake City" season two, soon? <gasps> they're- soon. They're taping. Oh my god! Already. It's gonna come out soon. Oh.
0: Thank God. Soon. <clears throat> hey, speaking of Real Housewives, we're going to make a little shift to yeah. New New Jersey starts like <gasps> this week, I yes, think. Yes, this week, 15th. Yeah. Tomorrow. Oh, my God. <gasps> tomorrow. I don't have anything tomorrow, to watch on Mondays. Tomorrow. Um, uh-huh. So thank you. That's why your voice <laughs> is the nicest. Um. So I read an article. Uh, Melissa Gorga was like, you really kind of see us go through it in our marriage this week. Because supposedly she cheats. <gasps> Stop. I it.
2: That's why I said supposedly. I did supposedly. not say, <laughs> I didn't even say that right. <laughs> I did not say, I heard from a source that says this is true because what? I will always know Larry. Is that why Larry wanted to FaceTime us? No, La- Larry wants us to be part of a TikTok. Um, no, it, they show it right in the trailer. Well, let me put it this way. I didn't a, even see the trailer. The, oh, I know. You need to watch the trailer. The I mean, editors yeah. are very much trying to put out a narrative that Melissa very clearly cheats on her husband this season. No. But usually, when the producers put out a narrative that's edited that way, it's never that. So, right. I don't know yet if that there. is an actual storyline yet. Um, and I am on like so many different like accounts and sources and podcasts of <laughs> Bravo people, and nobody has said that that is even a possibility yet. No. So either people are scared because they've signed NDAs, or it really isn't part of the storyline. I do think no. they edit it in the trailer to very much look like Melissa cheats on him. Oh my god! So I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, you have to <laughs> watch the trailer.
3: Yep.
0: Ah, amazing. Um, I have really missed. Um.
2: Oh my God. Margaret. Oh, I know. Also, are you watching Summer House? Oh, I did not watch the second episode yet. Oh my gosh. I love Summer House so much. <laughs> <laughs> it is my favorite show and it pains me with a very deep pain in my heart that we don't talk about it. Okay, because it is my favorite. I'm okay.
0: I will watch it. It's at better one point. than
2: a Brooks Marks truck suit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is why I love you. So good. Oh, Here's the trailer. So okay. I have the trailer set up for oh, when, when we're done here. Um, do you have anything else, Faith?
2: I think we've talked for about four hours now. So uh,
0: Yeah. No, that is accurate. That is accurate. <laughs> we're good. That is about four hours. I think hours.
2: we're ready to end with our final V-Day G-Day song or in the post that Anna sent me yesterday. If you take the V and D out of Valentine's <laughs> Day, you get Valentine's. A.
0: Because some of us
2: don't have the V or the D. <laughs> so, happy Valentine's. Happy Galentine's. We love you Thank God. you for listening. We love you. And... Bye. Bye. bye.
1: stars above. Without it, life is a wasted time. Look inside your heart and I look inside mine. Things look so bad everywhere. In this whole world, what is bad? We walk the line and try to see falling behind. What could be? Oh, Bring me a higher love standing out there alone, I earn it, yeah, and it's real to me, there must be someone who's feeling for me, things look so bad everywhere, in this whole world, what is fair? Be off the line and try to see me falling behind. And what could be Oh, boom? Bring me a higher love. Oh, my love. Bring me a higher love. Oh, oh. Bring me a higher love. Bring me a higher love.
3: Bring me bring me up, yes, I me up,
1: bring me up, bring me up, bring bring me fire, love, bring, love. Bring, bring, bring me fire, love, bring me bring me bring me bring me I keep